0: All right. What's up, everyone? It's Zach. And today I'm joined with an awesome guest, Parker Deal. Parker, how are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing well. (laughs) Good. Glad to hear it. Thank you for joining us today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my pleasure. Awesome. So, Parker is a content creator um, posting on YouTube with the channel Fanatics for video game content and then also in the podcast world as well with Directly to You, another kind of gaming focused podcast. But Parker, do you mind ta- talking a little bit about your background, what you do, who you are, a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I could start in a number of different directions there, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like just me, like snapshot of Parker right now. Um, I yeah, like you said, I post videos on Fanatics for that's been fun. I've been doing that for about two years, and it's it's a pre existing channel, so they were already doing stuff before. It's um, the way I got connected with them is. Well, them, it's, it's really just me and this other guy, AJ, who it's his channel that I've, I've joined. Um, right. it was, yeah, it was actually through the podcast first and foremost over there where I had had a podcast going for about maybe like a little over a year or so with two friends of mine. That's like a music based podcast called Joyce Eclectic. Right. Um, and they, uh, yeah. And we'd, I'd asked AJ at some point if he'd be a guest on our podcast, so sort of like this i guess funnily (laughs) enough um and he was like yeah sure man whatever and then that just never happened i just never got around to you know actually asking him to officially come on and they'd had the fanatics Four podcast he and the prior guy logan and um and then like it it just kind of kept falling through where like logan was busy or something and like the podcast just kind of wasn't happening and so i messaged jj and i was like hey man if you I don't know, like, I'm happy to help do something if you'd like, like I can organize some stuff for you or whatever. And he was like, yeah, sure. If you could like plan to run a show for the podcast, then I can start getting guests on. And then if Logan's ever not able to join, you can join. And the first week that I did that, Logan couldn't join. And he was like, all right, Parker, come on. And so (laughs) it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, But it's, yeah, it's, it's been a fun ride uh, doing content creation and stuff, but that's on that front. That's kind of what that looks like. Mm
0: Awesome. So it, it sounds like, you know, within the next year, you and I are going to have like a YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure we will. That's the idea. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Uh, man. So, yeah. So with content creation now, I know you said like your, your previous podcast was music based, and now it's, it's more kind of gaming based. What has got you interested into those, those passions of yours?
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, my, just growing up on the music front, that's a super easy yes. answer. Uh, growing up, just music was a big part of our family. My mom's uh, a piano teacher and a voice teacher. Um, and she, I think she and my dad both went to Bible college in, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, uh, CIU or yeah. And I th- she had a, I think her minor was in like, church music or something along those lines but in any case so okay. my mom music all that and my dad was the worship leader at a church and like youth pastor and stuff um so i yeah just kind of grew up with it i remember being uh, my mom taught something called kinder music which i don't think there is very much of here in the states but um i was a missionary kid so i was living overseas okay. um in france at the time and oh, okay yeah and so it's kinder music is this thing it's pretty much like teaching music to little little kids like trying to get them involved with it early on, but in a way that their parents are involved too so like their mom or dad would bring them and then it's just like a bunch of music kind of activities or something um, which is is a fun way to kind of get. <laughs> like start very basic music theory at two years old you know it's just like i don't know kind of weird but um but yeah that kind of just kind of got in my bones um
0: actually do you play any music at all i do yeah i taught myself how to play the ukulele and guitar a few years back so dabble in that a little bit um very 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 basic piano Mm -hmm. i'm trying to teach myself more of and i just kind of got the bug with um like electronic music production with like mm-hmm. um, midi keyboards and controllers using that on like garage band and other yeah that's awesome anyway. what kind of stuff do you listen to
1: that you're or at also what kind of stuff are you interested in making and i'm curious if those are the same
0: thing or not because sometimes that's not right yeah i love listening to all kinds of music i'm not too picky i i I never say like, I I only like this genre Mm -hmm. or that. Um, I'm always open if someone's like, Hey, this is a really cool band that I like, you know, I'm always happy to give them a listen. So my music case is all over the place. I'll send you some Um, Swedish progressive death metal to check out. Please do. (laughs) I will definitely check it out. That's awesome. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In terms of like music myself, uh, you know, I think that that's again, kind of one of those things where I'm pretty open to to things. Um, I, kind of like the kind of like indie kind of folk vibe but also I I'm a real big fan of um hip hop and rap mm-hmm. and I write a lot of poetry so I kind of think like poetry and spoken word poetry kind of has that rhythm and mm-hmm. flow that a lot of like hip hop has so a good mix of a lot of different things
1: Man that's I'm I'm jealous of you on that front because like I've I've written a good many many songs in my day but lyric yes. writing is just not my any kind of a passion for me. (laughs) Um so a lot of times like there's I mean there's definitely some songs and it's more when I'm feeling like burdened in some way to you know that's (laughs) very uh making it sound more serious than it is. But you know, like if I'm if I'm feeling a strong emotion of some sort, it's maybe some lyrics will kind of like pour out a little bit more easily. But otherwise like a lot of times I'll, you know, write a riff or write some music or whatever and be yeah. like, I guess I got to figure out some lyrics now. Cause I don't want this to be instrumental or um, right. so that's always a pain is figuring that out. So I'm, I'm very jealous of, <laughs> of that being a, a natural talent and passion of yours. Um, yeah. And that's fun to, to bring it the other way around. Cause yeah, again, I'm, I'm always writing music first and then putting lyrics to it yeah. like 90% of the time. Um, yeah. So have what's that looked like so far in writing music at all or
0: yes it's funny that you said that parker because i'm the complete opposite of you (laughs) i have only ever written lyrics and then like i was like okay i should probably learn this whole like music thing (laughs) um you know i I, in middle school i played in the band and everything Mm -hmm. so like there's a little music theory knowledge but to be honest it's right what'd you Um, play in the band I i gotta know i played the uh, alto sax hey player. i played alto sax too look at that <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> that's awesome so did that for a couple mm-hmm. of years and like i mean that was what oh my god i don't even know how long ago that was like 10 <laughs> i'm 25 now it's 57 so. years ago we know but yes you are living a lie <laughs> exactly. but it was forever ago so yeah i i didn't really have that like knowledge to write music mm-hmm. um So that's kind of what made me want to get into instruments and learn more of that. And then with the music production side of like electronic music and stuff, I was like, I can just plug in something to my computer and like make it sound like guitar. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a lot easier to maneuver for me. So in terms of actual writing music, I would say that's still pretty fresh Mm -hmm. and on the up and up. But um, lyrically, I have been writing, you know, forever. And even like before I understood music and what goes into it, it would even just be like, Finding a song that I really like and just using that music, mm-hmm. like that music to like rewrite a song or rewrite verses and keep the chorus, but um, it's just been something that's it's really been therapeutic for me. It's been a way to express myself or to you know just enjoy and get lost in something creative. Yeah,
1: no, I I feel you there. That's and again, it's funny because yeah, I I have the exact same experience, but the. Yeah. The other yeah. way around. where like, I'm, right. I I remember several times in college, especially when, man, I, I mean, you're doing master stuff now, so I'm sure that's way more busy, but like my college years specifically, I remember feeling mm-hmm. like, man, I was busy. Um, but then I think back, I'm like, no, man, I had so much free time. And like, <laughs> I chose to do some activities for sure. That made me a little more busy. Then again, I mean, there's, there's yeah. an aspect of that in all of life. Like at this point, technically speaking, yeah. doing fanatics for stuff takes up a lot of my time, but like, it's also yes. kind of optional technically you know like i could not do it and still i i have a day job and that's you know whatever but um but i definitely remember a lot of times of just like sitting down playing guitar and just like almost falling asleep on my guitar just because it's just relaxing and and fun to play but um well i'd love to hear some of what you got in the future i mean not on not the 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 offline of here obviously because we're doing other things now come on but um (laughs) yeah that'd be fun
0: yeah, definitely. And I mean, hey, if, if we don't start a podcast <laughs> or a YouTube channel, we'll start like a band exactly. or just like... So many projects music, getting Music, like started. make songs. Like, yeah, it, this is the start of a great working relationship. <laughs> exactly, man.
1: But yeah, so that's that was some of music for me was... Uh, yeah. It, I, my first actual, inter- actual actual instrument that I played... I was seven and, um, my mom, like I said, was a piano teacher and she had a recital Mm -hmm. for her students that was with another teacher who was a flute teacher. And so it was like half piano students, half flute students. And, um, I remember like telling people that flute was my first instrument and they were like, oh, your mom must have forced you to play that or something. And I was like, no, literally I went to that recital that had both. And I turned to my mom halfway through and I was like, mom, I got to play that instrument. (laughs) (laughs) which like seems so weird of a seven-year-old boy to say about a flute like i don't know why but (laughs) i was like yeah man i'm into it and me and my friend matthew boswell um we had lessons together which was interesting we had like the same teacher same lesson at the same time like co-lessons which i think for a lot of people maybe would be not ideal but something about that for me like i I thrive in collaboration, I think, which is, um, yeah. Uh, especially because I'm I'm bad at holding myself to like deadlines and stuff like that. If I don't have somebody else kind of, you know, walking alongside me and, um, me feeling Uh like I have to do it for somebody else. So that was a, that was a cool like way to start where like music is doing stuff with other people. Um, and that's like kind of how it's been for most of my life since then. Okay, um, But yeah, so that's how the music thing came about. I mean, there's a lot more to it awesome. than that because I have a whole life. But, you know, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a little basic kind of
1: cliff. Exactly. Note, really right.
0: <laughs> OK, awesome. And and how about like the gaming side? Where did that kind of passion start and come man, from?
1: So, yeah, I um, also seven, man, seven was a big year for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yes. I, uh, like I said, we were living in France, but every every other summer, We come back to the States because, so I was born in, yeah. Cliff notes of that. I was born in Virginia. Um, We moved to France when I was like one little under one. And we were there for about 10 years and then later moved to Belgium and we were there for about six years. Um, But you know, America was quote unquote home Um, Mm -hmm. there. That's a lot more complicated subject just in terms of like, do you know the term third culture kid? Is that familiar to you at all? Vaguely yeah it's yeah. something that i definitely don't run into very often here in the states, but that was like a huge part of of me growing up was um this concept of being a third culture kid, which is that your parents are from one place you live or your parents have one culture, you live in another culture, and so you kind of develop a third in between like an a plus b equals right. c sort of sort of thing um to where like the states never quite felt like home to me and like I had more culture shock going back to America even though I was American um right but um but yeah we came back to the States for one summer in seven when I was seven and um Pokemon was on the TV and I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's cool and I like it. And so my mom that whole summer would be like, you're going to go watch a Japanese show? <laughs> Even though it was it was in English, <laughs> like it wasn't in Japanese. I think, I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, it must have been in English. Um, but, you know, it was like anime. So as far as you're concerned. Right. And uh, yeah, after that, I think I got a Game Boy for my birthday that year and okay. started playing Pokemon. And that's just like kind of what started it. But honestly, when we... So I... I played games a decent amount from the age of you know seven-ish to yes. um, about 10. And then when we did move back to the States when I was 10, we my parents were like, we're going to be moving back to Europe soon enough. So we're not going to get... Like GameCube had just come out and I really, really wanted one. They were like, we're not going to get a GameCube because it's not going to work when we go back overseas. So let's just not get it. So I kind of stopped playing games for a really long time. Like I played a little bit here and there, um, but then... 2017 rolled around. the nintendo switch came out
0: and here we are <laughs> it sucked me back in <laughs> so yeah yeah okay yeah and i mean i just i, I know from like watching your content uh, on fanatics 4 and everything you know you've talked about how you kind of you're into video games and kind of mm-hmm. fell out of it and then you got roped back in and i, I think that's a really interesting perspective because i think like with a lot of people that are in the gaming space or really, you know, passionate about it, whether they're creating content or not, it's like that, that love's been a continuous Mm -hmm. thing and they've been, you know, through every generation. So it's cool to kind of see someone with a perspective of like, this is what I grew up on. And then I I jumped (laughs) like, you know, four generations and here we are at the future. Yeah. It definitely like, there's an element
1: of imposter syndrome there of like, okay, not much, but um, especially because I'm, you know, vocal enough about it like when it comes up I'm happy to say like yeah I mean I totally missed yeah. a whole number of years but um, there's you know when people are like yeah you know like people who have been in the gaming space for a long time they're like oh, I've never played a Metal Gear game and that's the only franchise you know I'm like I have never played so 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 many things like even plenty of right. Nintendo things which is like the focus like yep yes. never played I don't know a
0: bunch of stuff <laughs> Right. So, like, when it comes to content creation and, like, the YouTube channel, there's definitely, I'm sure, been plenty of times where you're maybe talking about a franchise or a game that you you have no experience playing. Like, is that just, like, I have to do a lot of research beforehand? Or do you try to, like, play a quick mm-hmm. demo or something? That's a like great it? question. Or... Yeah, I think...
1: <sighs> there it's a whole mixture of stuff like some research for sure and then also there's a decent amount of just like um having been er- around and very involved for the past 4 years i i've mm-hmm. kind of just like gathered a lot of information on certain franchises even that i don't know stuff about and like what i know i think sounds good or sounds bad about them too um s- but then other than that some of it is just like purely subjective Here's yes. here's what I think you know. I would like from this, or um, or even like this is what I think, just other people might like from this, kind of, irrespective of the source material. <laughs> in some regards, like <laughs> I know, um, AJ and I talk about Starfox every once in a while, and we were just talking about yes. it on the podcast yesterday again. Um, but same kind of thing, where like that one, it's a a fairly notorious example for us of like something where like honestly we just kind of need to throw out the baby with the bathwater is that a f- phrase i think it is <laughs> i think it is so yeah. but like you know kind of start from scratch essentially and like make make it for a modern audience instead so even though i've barely played any Star Fox, like i've I probably played 15 minutes of Star Fox 64, uh, an hour or two of Star Fox Adventure and that's probably it. Like <laughs> but even okay. with that like just knowing like I don't know what things do well on specifically the Switch to today's audiences and stuff yep. um you know what directions to go in Um, But also it's like it's content at the end of the day. So as long as it's entertaining, that's probably the most important part, you know, as long as people are in having a good time watching it. Cause that's like, I could be accurate till the cows come home, man. That's, that's two phrases already that I have never (laughs) used before. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting a lot out of me, Zach. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I could be like super accurate about something, but if it's not enjoyable for people to watch, um, then I mean, there's a different, I don't mean like lying, but I just mean in terms of like predicting things accurately or something like yeah. that versus, you know, saying stuff that sounds fun, but may never come to fruition, but it's, you know, entertaining.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, I think that something cool about what you and AJ do is, you know, you have very entertaining content, but then you always are encouraging discussion, you mm-hmm. know, people to say what their thoughts are or to give their opinions. And then I know both of you do a great job, you know, addressing it in future videos or the podcast or engaging on social media and saying like, you know, you agree or disagree, you know, just having that like unhealthy healthy conversation about what everyone else thinks, which I think mm. is really cool.
1: Yeah, no, that's honestly, that's one of the things for sure that before doing stuff with Fanatics for I appreciated the most was that I, you know, yeah, I'd leave comments on the videos about thoughts that I had on something or other. And then, yeah. you know, here talked about in the podcast and just... Being a part of that conversation, even if not like, I mean, pretty directly, I guess, if being the uh, at least a catalyst for it was was, yeah. you know, felt both fun, just like oh, I'm, my words are being on a podcast. That's neat. You know, that side. But then also just yeah. like the a little bit of validation of like, okay People have good ideas, you know, like even somebody like me has good ideas about stuff and other people seem to think so. And that's fun. So that's, I think, you know, something that we like to uh, carry on. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. It's awesome that you guys do for sure. Um, When it comes to like the content creation, Mm -hmm. Parker, like I know that I don't remember specifically when, but one of your more recent videos, probably within the last couple of months, I'm pretty sure you said like you just kind of went off the cusp where normally you're, you know, pre- preparing and planning and maybe scripting mm-hmm. things out. How much for those that might not be involved with any type of content creation, how much time or work does go into, you know, each uh-huh. each um, video that you post?
1: That, man, such a good question. And I think, like, answering even broader than myself, it's such a range. And it's funny mm-hmm. because it might not always... Um, like, I think the most time consuming stuff may not always be the most obvious stuff. Um, so okay. yeah, there's, and like the, the way I've been doing videos recently, I've kind of just, everything's been really busy. Like we've, um, uh, you know, we're, um, adopting pretty soon, which is great. Um, yeah. and I'm happy to talk more about that in a little bit, but like, yeah, that's yeah, taking up a lot of time. So, um, so yeah, for me right now, the process a lot of times is my video goes up on Thursdays and um, I'll, I've will i got kind of a backlog of some ideas of videos that I'd like to make, but I kind of save the deciding on what it is until um, the day before, Wednesday, when I, um, you know, just in case something like this week, I talked about Nintendo being uh, being at E3 this year, which is very fun um (laughs) but i um but yeah we didn't get that news until late tuesday or early wednesday or something like that so you know the video i was going to make i just ended up not making so on wednesday get off work at like three ish and (laughs) there was a time when work was really slow which was great and i could just like script during the day kind of between work tasks (laughs) and that has not been the case recently so i gotta get off work script for uh I don't know, probably a total of three hours or so, um, which sounds like a lot. It doesn't feel like quite that much a lot of times. And sometimes it does, but um, Uh yeah, so that involves some research sometimes. um, But a lot of the topics that I do, I try to do stuff that I can write, like speak more kind of just, you know, just write about and just know what I want to say and not really do bullet point outlines or anything like that. But then there are some times where I'll yeah, just have bullet points, uh, especially if it's more like a list of ideas or something, but I just I find that I'm not great at improvising my my thoughts like I want them to turn out on video somehow on podcasts, it's fine, that's... I don't know why that's maybe it's just a yeah. mental block, but um, and then, yeah, so script it record the video and audio at the same time edit those together and then go in and edit the video and that takes um the recording the video part takes probably a little under an hour most of the time and then editing it takes anywhere from like three for a quick video three hours to maybe like five or six hours for a longer video um okay but i don't know if that feels like <clears throat> there there's a range there for sure but the, the the thing that i'll say that i feel like is interesting is like um have you seen any scott the waz videos for example okay yes yep there's there's things in his videos especially that i'll notice that i realize um as somebody who like you know makes videos and thinks about little gags sometimes th- take way longer <laughs> than i then like <laughs> it seems like like if you know if he has some sense where he's like talking about whatever and then it's a um like a quick cutaway clip um in the last in some video he made recently he was talking something about something 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 drowning something something and then has a quick cutaway clip of like him pulling his head out of the bathtub um or, or something like that you know it looked like he was drowning in the bathtub right. and he pulled his head out that tiny little clip that lasted all of one second took at least 30 minutes to like, you know, go in there, get the camera set up, get the angle right. And like, do it like maybe do it a couple of times, you know, maybe not 30 minutes, but at least a little while that like is super like interrupts the flow of making things. (laughs) So there's those kinds of things that like, I always think are really interesting watching other videos and thinking now about like, oh man, that, that took some time. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's, it's funny doing that, but that's essentially the process. Like for me at least
0: okay that's that's awesome and yeah i mean that's a great point that you just brought up parker i didn't really ever think about you know when people do those kind of like you know cutaway clips or just like side skits like during a video that that probably disrupts (laughs) the complete flow and is also its Mm -hmm. own process and takes a lot of time for you know five seconds Yeah, right exactly
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's fun things like that and like i think probably you know as you keep writing more music and stuff like that too or like now you know doing podcasts there's all those creative things i you gain a different kind of appreciation i think for um yeah like yeah listening you know when i listen to music there's things that i'll pick up on now um that i just wouldn't have picked up on before because like i just never interfaced with it in a certain way um and then now i hear you know certain like uh the better i get at drums the more i pick up interesting drum things that people are doing, you know,
0: like those kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, you kind of become almost an expert or you're, you're on the pursuit of being an expert in something. So you're easier, easily able to mm-hmm. pick up on, you know, different minute things that other people are doing in that same field mm-hmm. or profession.
1: And similarly, like I bet with, with poetry, that's a thing where like, yeah. if I, to, I mean, I remember having to study some poetry in high school and it just, Right, kind of going over my head as far as like the complexity of some of it and stuff where i'm just like i don't know it's a bunch of words (laughs) you know not to diminish it in any way but that's you know like coming at it and then you know and then the teacher will point out all this interesting stuff that's going on i'm like okay that's actually that is pretty cool though
0: (laughs) yeah definitely yeah that's awesome so you know something that i just uh you know i'm personally passionate about is just the idea of, you know, mental health and taking care of ourselves. And as someone, you know, in in your position where you're posting content regularly, does, you know, people talk about how social media can have a negative impact on just, you know, mood and, you know, how we're feeling and even like self-worth at times, like when it comes to posting, you know, your, your video every week, do you ever get concerned with like, you know, how, oh, how many views did it get? Or like, how many likes is it getting? Like, does that, affect you or are you kind of just like i'm doing what i mm-hmm. enjoy you know like people will love it some people won't that's that's
1: okay yeah that's a good question i i wish that my answer was different than the one that it is um which i'm i'm sure okay. sh- shows my hand <laughs> um yeah it's <laughs> it's something that like i i don't care about in the grand scheme but there is uh you know investment reward kind of or return on investment yeah. that kind of no no, no, no. None of those are the right phrase, but there is a a sense to which, like, if I work hard on a video and then post it, and then YouTube will show you, um, how it compares, um, within the last 10 videos that you made as like kind of a metric right on, on the front page. And, um, and that's definitely something that's just like, it's a little discouraging if I make a video and it's like, well, I thought this one was particularly good. And this one is nine out of 10 on the, you know, on the scale, um, and, and I, I think something I'm learning with that too, is that also what that says right at the beginning, isn't always the case in the long run. So like there's some videos yeah. that, especially ones that are more topical will, um, could maybe be, you know, in the top one, two, three, whatever, but then mm-hmm. they'll die out pretty fast. Whereas, and there's other ones that, you know, like, I, I remember, um, last no. Yeah. Last year i went to pax east with aj and um, which is a like a video game conference it was (laughs) it was literally like a week or two before covid stuff really hit and which was um it was just funny because it was in boston and we had heard about a singular case in boston and ashley was like my wife was like be careful, like don't get COVID from that one guy, yeah. which is just funny to think now, but like, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, it was a real thing. There probably were way more than one cases at that point. We just didn't know it. Right. But um, yeah, but yeah, I, I remember we went there and I had just put up a video that I thought was pretty, was pretty good about um, a th- potential 3d Donkey Kong game. And, um, and then it, it went up and had pretty bad views right at the beginning, but then I looked back, Recently, and it's just like very slowly but steadily been climbing up and now it's got like a tip an average video of ours um will have somewhere probably within like two thousand views or up to you know two to four thousand views um something like that, and this okay. one has thirty thousand now, just like it's just been gaining some huh. views, so that's something I think I have to have a bit more of a long term perspective <laughs> in that front, yeah, um as far as the but as far as the like um the mental health side of it that's something that gets me a little bit but i also don't feel like i particularly obsess over other than just i notice and wish i didn't notice but i am thankful that um our community is small enough still right now that there's not really any obvious trolls in there or anything and so like I, um, and also just cause we interact more often with, you know, the folks that watch our video to where I, even if we get negative comments, like they can roll off my back pretty easily. Um, because like, and usually that's a thing where like, you know, 99 nice comments and one mean one, the one mean one's the one that sticks out. Yeah. And like, sure. If it's something that like really yeah. kind of gets under my skin, then I'm sure it could. Um, and those just aren't, those are fewer and further between, But, um, right. But I think just the fact that I know that like, you know, I've got names and faces or at least icons (laughs) of of people (laughs) that are like, I know that they think that this is good. So I'm like, I'm making this for, you know, for Zach or for Pat green or for Grimhain or whatever, like for specific people that I know are appreciating it. So like if some other people don't, you know, that's
0: okay. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I think that's a great perspective. And that's, you know, anything that I've done in my life, that's been creative. That was kind of my perspective. Like, if one person Mm -hmm. benefits from this, or it makes them happy, or they learn something like, that's fine. Like, a 1000 people (laughs) could hate on it and think it's the stupidest thing I've ever done. But if like one person enjoys it, like that feels. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I The second song I ever wrote that I claim is the first song I ever wrote. So quote unquote, the first song I ever wrote um, back in like seventh grade was a song called goodbye. Isn't forever. And it was about um, a girl, uh, just a friend in like my friend group in seventh grade who was moving away. And it was like, goodbye isn't forever. And it was very cheesy. Um, But some friend of mine, like several years later, got that tattooed on her back with a little flower and she partly for the song mostly for the sentiment um just cuz like again we were right. especially by that time when I was in Belgium um the school i went to was in an international school and they're just in Brussels in general brussels. like it's a very um it's where like the european union is there as the capital brussels it's like a lot of people are kind of in and out it's very migratory so think that was just a thing for this friend of mine that like, yeah, goodbye isn't forever. Like a lot of people are going to come and go in my life and that's fine. But Mm. I remember definitely feeling that and being like, Oh, I literally, I wrote those words and she got them tattooed and like that, you know, that's cool. Just like something that like impacted a person, something that I did. Um, Yeah. And that definitely, that's, you know, a a rewarding feeling. It's, it's easy to forget those. I think in that, in the moment, but then having those this kind of little, you know, uh, anchors along the way um, is nice. Little Ebenezer stones,
0: definitely. And I think, <laughs> definitely, yeah. And I think you know sometimes we get so caught up in like the the right now, like how a video is performing, or you know what the feedback is right now, that like sometimes we miss that kind of future implications that it could have, or you know how it could impact someone down the road, or even just like how. We can have impacts on people that we don't ever really mm-hmm. know about. You know, like with the past year, how it's been for everyone, I'm sure there's countless people that have tuned into, you know, Fanatics 4, watched a video, and, you know, during a tough time, during, you know, maybe tough things are going through, it made them smile or it made them laugh or excited for a new game coming out or something. So it's like, even though you might mm-hmm. not ever hear those stories, I know there's plenty of them yeah, out that's there. That's encouraging. Yeah. Thanks, so. Zach. Yeah. Of course. And I'll be the first to say, it. I'm, I'm one of those, you know, people where in a crazy year, you know, it's been um, a lot of ups and downs, you know, just like everyone else. I, I've been able to, you know, watch your guys' content and be like, okay, that's cool. Like, even if I'm just like, you know, zoning out of the real world for, you know, 10 minutes, it's like, that's yeah. a cool, like little escape.
1: Yeah, I know. I feel you. That's yeah. Cause I, I, similarly, I've definitely got stuff like that, that I, i'm on the receiving end of and that's you know um yeah but i don't always do anything about it myself and like even though i know that like oh it'd be nice if i left a comment or did a you know something or other for them to experience that but i think that's a good reminder to me to yes. make sure to, to do that um and it's funny to see how like yeah some uh, i can't remember specific examples but i feel like i've got oh no i do remember specific examples um a couple of games recently that i played um like review copies of or something like that usually the way that that works is there's developers for a game and then there's a publisher for the game and so i'll be interacting with the publisher on getting the copy of the game but won't necessarily interact with the developer um so on a couple occasions recently i played a game and was like man this is really good like i can tell a lot of love went into this and awesome you know whatever and so then yeah made sure to like actually message the developer themselves who like i'm sure doesn't get that many you know like specific yeah. like hey by the way you did a great job on this um and you know that right. was that was nice and like i could tell that it was appreciated and like didn't happen that often which is like man that kind of sucks that it doesn't happen that often but like um you know knowing the the messages that i've got from specific people where they're like hey i really appreciate yeah. that you're doing just that you're doing something with you know um ideally with a good heart <laughs> you know um and that's yeah. yeah so that's the um yeah it's a good reminder for me to do more of that as well mm-hmm.
0: definitely for sure so you know i know as weird as it is it's what almost middle of <laughs> april so the year 2021 is mm-hmm. already kind of you know full in effect and it, it's still you know a, a kind of crazy time that we're in but um you know what is what is your twenty twenty one or just future look like you know in terms of goals or you know you have a lot going on in, in life um personally and kind of like professionally with your passions and stuff too like what's any future goals or you mentioned mm-hmm. um, right yep you're adopting soon you know I know that's gonna that's gonna change a lot in, <laughs> uh-huh. in very positive ways, so what are you kinda of thinking for that yeah next year, um
1: I do, I do need to think a bit better about like creative goals, that kind of thing, because that's something that I kind of, yes. uh, for the most part, just kind of let happen as they happen, um, okay. kind of to a detriment. So that's something where I, I don't have much of an answer on that, although I kind of wish that I did. Um for okay. the reasons, especially that I said before, that like I'm bad at keep at holding myself to specific things, but like that's why, <laughs> like I I would never have started I don't think a YouTube channel or continued a YouTube channel at like I could do exactly the same videos as I do for Fnax for on a separate channel and it just wouldn't have happened because I didn't have right. AJ you know just somebody else there kind of that like if I ever have to tell AJ like hey by the way I'm not going to post. Um, like, my my video is not going to be ready. I've got to put it at the next day. He'll be like, all right, cool. That's fine. Whatever. Um, so like kind of, or even if I'm like, Hey, I can't do one this week. Then he's like, okay, cool. I'll do one. Or there just won't be a second video. That's fine. So like, technically, you know, there's nothing super holding me to that, but I feel like there's somebody who's I'm being held accountable. Um, and so in music, especially I'd like to, place that in my life in some way um certain kinds of accountability so that just so that i can have more goals um so that's kind of the, the music question some ideas i have there just as uh, yes. snapshots for if anybody cares at all <laughs> um i would love <laughs> for these things to happen a i um have a metal band that me and my friend james back in um we were it it was our band in high school and then we kind of haven't done much since then. He's been doing tons of stuff separately, um, in other bands and all that. But, um, I've had an idea for an album for a really long time to do with him, but I just haven't, it just hasn't happened. Neither of us are good at making that happen. (laughs) So, so that's one thing. (laughs) Um, otherwise I have one solo record that's on, um, uh, that's on Spotify and all that. And it's kind of like a little bit folky. Um, and yes. look, I've got a ton more songs that I've written, but just haven't like put in the time to finish up. And um, right. mm-hmm, then I have a ton of other, just like random songs that I would need to figure out what to do with. And then otherwise something that I started a little bit last year, but I'd meant to start way longer ago than that was a, a video series that I'd like to do called drum up. That is, that takes songs that just don't have drums in them, but like, would be cool if they had drums in them and then do essentially drum covers of them or essentially it's just like, I'm adding drums to this song. Sorry about it. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And so I did that <laughs> with just like two songs, one from both, which were video game songs in this case, one from Mario Odyssey, one from breath of the wild uh, last year, but I'd love yeah. to do it more with, um, with those. And also like, I don't know if you listen to um, like punch brothers or nickel Creek at all, but they have really good uh, songs for that kind of thing. There's a bunch of others
0: okay so that's that
1: um adoption that's that's the other big answer that actually you know has some concrete stuff there (laughs) um (laughs) yeah yeah. so my wife and i are um have been in the process since about november of 2019 is when we decided that we were going to adopt and um okay yeah she she's been super passionate about adoption since she was a kid like uh like as seven years okay. old or whatever she told her parents like I want a yeah. baby brother for christmas <laughs> like i want you i don't know i don't know what it was but she must have seen something like there's some international adoption thing happened i guess and she was like that that should be my family um so uh yeah when we met started dating she was like hey i'd, I'd like to adopt one day and i was like oh um I never even thought about that, I I guess. And then like, yes. kind of, it was just in the background for a long time, but then going to church. Um, yeah. November, 2019. Uh, I think orphan Sunday is sometime in November. And so every year we do something for, cause like, I mean, as, as a Christian, there's a lot about adoption that's also tied to faith and like kind of the, a picture of being adopted into, um, you know, the family of God and that kind of stuff is yeah. there's, you know, there's some similarities there. So it, it especially is like a big part of our church and like, uh, one of our two, the teaching pastors at our church adopted. And so it's just like, there's a, there's a community of, of, of folks that have adopted or are adopted at our church, which has been really encouraging. And, um, yeah, so it was adoption Sunday and somehow, I don't know if we've been talking about kids or something just a little bit before then but as i walked in the church grabbed the um the pamphlet or whatever for the day and not pamphlet what's the word for those um, i don't know it's a little piece of paper that says what's going on today
0: <laughs> yeah
1: the program maybe <laughs> and i grabbed that and saw that it was orphan sunday or mercy found sunday or whatever and i was like well today's the day <laughs> this is this is what's happening <laughs> um yeah and then uh just uh, after the service, we sat down and at lunch, and Ashley turned to me and she was like, So we should talk about something. And I know, I know what you're probably going to say. Um, but like, especially after today, like, I, I think we need to talk about adoption again. And I was like, Well, I, I think you don't know what I'm going to say then <laughs> because I'm totally <laughs> with you. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's yeah. been a journey, um, for this past while, but, um, we're doing, it's domestic infant adoption. Um so uh okay. for anybody who's watched Friends, for example, this is like <laughs> Monica and Chandler it's- um <laughs> is is a good example of what that is. So basically it's it's a birth mom who um can't keep, doesn't want to keep the baby. And um so we're going mm-hmm. to um we're going to adopt her. And um so yeah, she's due early mid May, although, um, the birth, this isn't the first, the birth mom's first child and she's been early in the past. So it's very possible. Like okay. we're at literally at this point, we're sleeping with our ringers on. Cause like, it could be like, you know, we could stop this podcast now because I get a call <laughs> kind of a thing. Right. So, right. um, yeah. yeah, so that's, well, actually by the time people listen to this, it may have already been past May and maybe, <laughs> maybe we already right. is down in Florida with our baby now who's to say, but, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's the long and short of that. It's been, it's been a, a journey and like just trusting God through every step and <laughs> like lots of things where I'm yes. like, well, I truly, truly don't know how, how this part of this is going to work out and how God's going to provide for this or, or whatever. And then he does. And like always, I think a good lesson in faith in all of this has been that a lot of things, especially the financial side, because adoption is just really expensive, um, yeah, Cause like legal fees and all that stuff. Uh, there's right. pretty much at every step of the way, cost wise, especially I would hear a different like factor about cost or something like that. And it would always be just barely more than I could have any realm of comprehension of doing on my own. Like there is, so like the first number that we ever heard was like, yeah, adoptions, like something, something, something $18,000 was a number that I heard. And I remember being like, oh, man, yeah. I I could maybe envision figuring out, raising, scrounging, something, something um, like 12000 or $15,000, but 18000 that's out of my ballpark. And then at some point, my mind kind of came around to that. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I could see God doing that. I could, you know, whatever. No big deal. And then had another conversation. Yeah. Someone was like, mm, actually, it's more like $25,000. i am like, oh, man, no, that's, that's too much. And then it, like... That kept happening. And spoiler alert, it was it was more than that. That was like could realistically it's more like thirty five to forty five thousand dollars, which is which is like really insane. But um I mean it's a lot of like just straight up just God provided in a lot of ways and like through through people, through just like um yeah, unforeseen circumstances and stuff. So it's been a good lesson in faith.
0: it's good and you know I, I just think that you know it's it's awesome to kind of hear the story and just you know see what's on the horizon for mm-hmm. for you and your wife and just um you know future family and i think that you know just knowing how strong your faith is and kind of just your ability to believe like things are going to work out you know that's going to be what's going to get me through you know any challenges or obstacles along the way i think that just you know like you said it's a good lesson in faith and you know trusting that things will work out mm-hmm. how they how they're supposed to be
1: yeah yeah so that's that's exciting we just organized um her room a little bit last night we yeah. got a baby shower tomorrow um that's outside because covid
0: <laughs> uh, right so, uh, just a lot of good stuff what about you what's this that's year looking sad. like for you yeah good question um so wrapping up mm-hmm. my first year of my master's it's a two-year program so that's these like three more weeks that I have left of that and then um, I'll be working over the summer doing an internship and just you know trying to in any free time I have you know do creative endeavors whether it's you know things with this podcast or music or writing I like photography so really mm-hmm. anything that is creative um, I like it. I mean, I've even thought about <laughs> yeah, yeah. YouTube. <laughs> so maybe I'll dive into that, that world and, you know, uh, more of like the video mm-hmm. side rather than just like audio, but yeah, you know, anything that I can do to just be creative and, you know, spend time with loved ones, friends, family mm-hmm. and support, you know, friends, family and, and be helpful and be of service to others. That's, that's what I really, you know, mm-hmm. find fulfilling and enjoying in my life. So just continue to do that. And, be the best I can every day, um, Mm -hmm. you know, for myself and for everyone else.
1: Is your family pretty close by where you're at
0: now? Yeah. So I, um, Mm -hmm. with with COVID and everything, I went from living by my school or living Mm -hmm. at my school to coming back home, uh, to spend some time with family. So yeah, just spend with my family. Uh, we're all in the same area and just kind of live in, live in where I grew up. Um, you know, while I go through this time in school. And then once that ends kind of, that's when the (laughs) the next chapter of life happens and it's like, all right, where do Mm -hmm. I want to end up? Where do I want to live? You know, what's the future look like? Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, thank you again for, for stopping by today and talking, you know, there's been so much (laughs) variety that we've talked about. That's been really awesome to hear about and, you know, just to learn kind of your perspective on different things that you currently do or have experience in your life Isn't it was it awesome? my pleasure
1: entirely and will continue to be the next time i, co- I don't know if that's even a thing <laughs> but that's it yeah if you ever i'm happy to talk whenever just because it's it's a good time talking to good people you know
0: and that's fine <laughs> i appreciate that and yeah i mean there's a lot to parker <laughs> deal so we might definitely have to have a part two or you know maybe future parker pops in and tells us some updates Uh, about like the adoption process how that's going and and all that good stuff um but you know in the meantime parker we we talked about fanatics 4 and directly to you um where can people kind of follow or you know Um, chat with you
1: i'm like the if if chatting is the desire then twitter is probably the best place twitter is yeah at parker deal and then but yeah if you want to watch some Nintendo type videos um, youtube.com slash fanatics for fanatics with an X. Cause it's edgy like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, the podcast is linked on there as well. Like, honestly, if you find my Twitter, everything else is kind of like pretty easy to find from there. And then, yeah, there's, I've got some music stuff on Spotify, but it's all pretty old. It's just, you know, if people feel like listening to it, feel free. <laughs> Luckily I'm one of very few Parker deals. So it's pretty easy Definitely. to find me amidst the rest of the internet. <laughs> it is it is it's great honestly (laughs) that's
0: awesome perfect so yeah go go look up parker deal um spotify twitter and you know chat with him he's an awesome guy and i'm sure he'd be more than happy to engage in. oh engaging in conversations i'm not gonna do that oh man and that's another thing I, I love about Parker, just the, the sense of humor and just the joy for life. I mean, you can feel it, and I hope everyone can feel it through these conversations. So, yeah, you know, go find Parker, um, Phonetics4 on YouTube. Um, Parker and AJ do a great job with their videos, and it's mm-hmm. every Tuesday, it. Thursday, right, that videos go out, and then Parker exactly. specifically, you're on Thursdays. Perfect. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put all that in that, the description, but x4 with an x because it's edgy you heard it here first <laughs> and uh parker deal um you go. on everything else so yeah um i guess before we end it out officially is there any last words message that you have or want to share with, i can't believe we never world, got to parker? talk about the
1: crusades um <laughs> i know <laughs> I really was.
0: I had that in the back of my mind all the time. I was like, how do I put this? in That's like, how you do it.
1: Just very inorganically, right at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, oh,
0: the crusade is about those. <laughs> there you That'll go. Be an episode yeah. Two. This is like the teaser, right? For the follow up. The follow up podcast is just an hour And literally, it'll be me being
1: like, I mean, I don't. I researched it about, I've heard of them. I know like three things,
0: and that's it. That's like. Right. Uh, that's it well that'll be oh, the, that'll you... be the next like research project mm-hmm. for you like just like you're doing a video like i'll be like parker here's the day crusades the topic let's come with Perfect. arguments and just debate back <laughs> oh, and forth. good deal thanks so much for having me zach it's been quite a pleasure <laughs> of course Yes. Thank you so much, Parker. It's been a pleasure. Um, it, it's so great to talk to you and spend the time. And I just thank you and you know, wish you the best of luck um, personally and with, with the adoption, with just kind of the family that you're starting, I think is amazing. So best of luck there. And of course, continued success with all your thank creative you. endeavors as well.
1: All right. Bye, everybody. Of
0: course.